Hello, friends. This is Jen, and I'm joined by my co-host. Hello, this is Steve. Um, welcome to No One Is Listening. We're a podcast where Steve and I dissect everything that has to do with pop culture. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I'm doing this shoddy job of an introduction <laughs> is because it is our favorite time of the year. Oscar season. Ooh, okay, so this is like our Super Bowl, although I'm really into the Super Bowl too, but... Um, you are really into the Super Bowl, though. Yeah. You're not into football. No, I am only when the Giants are doing oh, okay, okay yeah, that's and true. then I give up on them, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. in September, true, 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 true. so then, yeah, no, I guess I'm not into football. <laughs> um, so, we're going to do what we always do, which is kind of just go through some of the top categories. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell you who's nominated, and then tell you who we think is going to win. Yeah. Uh, feel free to use our picks as... Um, as, as for your, like, I don't know, office pool or something. Yeah. But um, I will say, just as a as a thought here, uh, this year's top categories, I think, are pretty, like, set in stone. And um, I don't know about you, Steve, but I'm, I'm always excited about the Oscars, but I'm definitely less excited about this year's Oscars than I have been in the past. Yeah. I, I, I will say I, I do I do agree with you. Mm-hmm. I do think they're set in stone. And so my picks aren't necessarily who I think is going to win. I, I mean, that's how I'm trying to do it, mm-hmm. but my heart is in some of these and I'm rooting for some underdogs, even though for some of them it's going to be like they don't have a chance. Yeah. So I'm just, just, just a disclaimer... Uh, I think for you, you like you have a very you're batting a very high average. You rarely get these wrong. That's not true, but okay. I I, I, I right. think for the most part, right? For the most part, yeah. unless it's because it's not like last year where there was like the narrative was like here's La La Land, and the only movie that even has a little bit of a chance is Moonlight. Did we either of us predict Moonlight as winners? I did. Yes. Good for you, Steve. I did. I do. I do recall that. Yeah. Um, And I think that's not great long term. Even though in the short term that was great, because this year I'm like, it's gonna be another moonlight, and I'm doing it for like every category. But okay, so let's let's just get right into it. Yeah. Right. We're gonna Um, do like the less. Yeah, not important. We're gonna go. I would say we're gonna go in the order that they're probably gonna present the awards at the Oscars. No, that's not true. I don't think because like they like do like best supporting stuff like way in the beginning. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. You're right. We're just gonna go in the order of um, uh, like the major categories, but in reverse. Yes. So like we are gonna save this picture for last. Yes. Does that make sense? Okay. All right. So should we do best adapted screenplay first? Okay. Do you want me to? Like, we'll take turns. We'll take okay. turns. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Um, so for best adapted screenplay, we have "Call Me by Your Name," mm-hmm. uh, "The Disaster Artist," "Logan," which is shocking to me, uh, "Molly's Game," and "Mudbound." Um, you, why don't the Why doesn't the person who who like read the nominees mm-hmm. like so? Like I'll go. I'll do my prediction first. Okay. Uh, first though. Who do you, and I think maybe we should do this each time. Not each, well, depends. Who do you think is the odds-on favorite? Yeah. It, 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 unless, did you do the odds-on favorite for each pick? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll just go first. Uh, I have Call Me By Your Name. I agree. Okay. Why? Why do you think so? I didn't watch the movie. I mean, I think that's I fine. I didn't read the book. Dirty Secret is, I think most of the people that vote don't watch all these movies. So I they think that's should fine. if 
They and should, no but I don't think they do. Academy, you should, but um, I think that it's kind of been the front runner. In, I I think so. Um, in this category, anyway. Um, it seems like it. Yeah, it was not. Call me by your name was not nominated for best picture or anything, but I no, it was. It was. I'm it was dumb. All right, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, clearly, I care about these awards a lot. Um, <laughs> I think that this, I, the guy who wrote this is a veteran screenwriter. Um, I think it's a lock. I don't think the other four have, really? um, have much. Uh, yes, he's well, looking no. at me like. You know what? No, I, I agree because I, the only thing I wanted to say was I think if the James Franco stuff had not come out but it I, has so. but it has I'm just saying I think the disaster artist would have a, a a better shot not it wouldn't I'm not saying it would, it would have been the favorite I'm just saying it yeah. would have had a puncher's chance but okay. I think right now it's got no chance okay no chance this the guy who wrote the screenplay James Ivory he's 89 he's like the wow. oldest second in case oldest you thought it was too late to start nope achieving your dreams it is not. I mean, obviously, he's been doing this yeah. for a really long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? But but still, you can still... Wow, 89. Oh, my jeez. That's ridiculous. So, um, why don't we also do... If you were the Academy, you by yourself, okay. what do you think you would give it to? Oh, my God. That is... I was not prepared for that. Um, And, like, I'm not trying... I'm, I'm okay with my own bias? Yeah. Oh, Logan. Right, okay. Yeah. What about you? I think I would give it to Call Me By Your Name. Yeah? I think it's a really important um, coming-of-age story. Again, I didn't read it. <laughs> um, so I would definitely give it to that. Um, I think if there's another contender, um, I would maybe put Mudbound. Mudbound? I was thinking the same thing. Um, but I also think that it's one of those things where like being on Netflix... Doesn't really help this yeah. situation. Yeah, and you know what? I feel like Mudbound hasn't gotten the traction that Netflix had kind of hoped for. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, okay. No, I yeah, Call Me By Your Name. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Call Me By Your Name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about the next category? So the next category is Best Original Screenplay, and mm-hmm. this is actually one of my favorite categories because mm-hmm. um, it, it has a breadth of... Uh, movies that to me is a little bit fresher than the best picture category. This is a stacked category. Mm-hmm. Only this because year. of this one one movie, I should say. Okay, so the nominees are The Big Sick, Get Out, Lady Bird, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. I have to yes. Okay, um, I. I think that the movie, the the um, Oscar is going to go to Get Out. I think so too. But but you, if I know where you're going, but with the it. second closest, and I think the um, it's it's a very high probability that it might happen is three billboards outside of the Oh uh, man! Yeah. What are your thoughts? I think I agree with everything you've said. I just hope. It goes to Get Out. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think I think Get Out 
as close to having this as a lock without actually it being a lock. Yeah. It's got this, you know. Um, That's not to say that it has, like, three billboards has no chance. Mm -hmm. I think... No, it has a very high chance. Exactly. It's... Three billboards has a great... It's not, like, just a puncher's chance. It's, It's... I just need Get Out to win this. I really need okay. Get Out to win this. Yeah. You know, I hope they do the right thing and and, and it wins. Because Get Out, it, sh- it should win original school. So, the Academy traditionally hates this, like, horror genre. But I think it's really hard to ignore how much this film has hit oh, yeah. the zeitgeist of... And, like, the nerve of, you know, everything that's happening in this country now. So... And it's not like a traditional horror yeah, film. Yeah. So, I I mean, I think Get Out will win. And you think Get Out will win and you hope for it to win. Mm-hmm. I... I want Get Out to win, I guess. I wouldn't be sad if Get Out won, but I really, really love Lady Bird. Yeah. And... I think that, um, what did I read? Like, Greta Gerwig, who's the writer and director of Lady Bird, I think she's only, like, the fifth woman to be nominated in this Best Original Are you serious? In category. Um, no, 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 sorry, director. She's oh. She's the fifth um, woman to, um, but, but even more than the directing, like, it comes from the writing, and I think this, like, mother-daughter love story, like, really touches a nerve for a lot of people and I just thought it was just like a really great great movie in general so I mean I wouldn't be mad if Lady Bird won yeah I don't think so I don't think so either you know I think yeah no I I, I agree okay. with everything you've said I think Get Out is gonna right, win I think it's the it. odds on favorite yeah. but that doesn't mean it is like the heavy favorite yeah yeah alright okay. perfect moving on yes alright so the next category is uh, I have in my ballot is actress in a supporting role. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have uh, Mary J. Blige in Mudbound, mm-hmm. uh, Allison Janney in I Tanya Janney, mm-hmm. Janney. Um, Leslie Manville Phantom Thread, Laurie McCaff Lady Bird, Octavia Spencer in The Shape of Water. I have Laurie McCaff. Oh, you Lady do? Bird. I do. I don't think she is. Uh, I don't think she's got a good chance, but I I'm pulling for her only because. Um, Roseanne, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. she was in Roseanne, you yeah. know that? So yeah. I'm just like, to go from Roseanne to like an Oscar, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, th- and Roseanne's making a comeback, is come back on, and so I, there's a lot of nostalgia in play for me, but um, I just like, like you said, like that mother-daughter story, and like any time you have a year where you have a movie like Get Out, and a movie like Lady Bird, and they're both being like, nominated and acclaimed, critically acclaimed. I just, like, push for those types of movies. Um, do I think necessarily that she's going to win? No, but I am I am pulling for her. Okay, she's not going to win. Yeah. Because Alice and Jane is going to win. Yeah. Um, she's literally won every award leading up to it, and so the odds and possibility of her not winning the Oscar for her portrayal as Tanya Harding's mom and I, Tanya is probably very, very slim to none. With that said, I would love if Laurie Metcalf wins this because she was so good in Lady Bird. And you're right, like, for somebody who was... 
Although I think she's a really accomplished actress. Yeah, no, I that was an oversimplification. Yeah, she's done a lot lot of different things. But, you know, both her and Allison Janney, like, I think... And, like, actually most of the people in this... All of the people in this category are all women of a certain age and up. True. And it just makes that. that argument of, yes, I think roles in Hollywood get limited as you... As you get older, but but this kind of shows you like that there are meaty rich roles for women, and there should continue to be meaty rich roles for women, so that women can continue to knock it out of the park as does all of the women in this category. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think the competition really is between Allison, Janney, and Laurie Metcalf, and like you know, while I think we both want Laurie Metcalf to win, you stand by your prediction that. She was just going to win, and I'll just go with my, you know, a bunch of awards winning, like, leading up to this, can't do wrong. Got um, it. Allison Janney will probably win. Got it. All right. Okay, so Next. then, Best Supporting Actor, we have William Defoe in The Florida Project, Woody Harrelson in Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Richard Jenkins, The Shape of Water, Christopher Plummer, All the Money in the World, and Sam Rockwell, Three Billboards Outside Epping, Missouri. So I just want to say that um, isn't Christopher Plummer's role in All the Money in the World like the role that like um, Kevin Spacey Kevin Spacey had before he had to be replaced with Christopher Plummer? Yeah. Um, good for him. Uh, He's super now winning. Yeah, there's <laughs> definitely a favorite in this category. And it's Sam Rockwell, so I'm just gonna go with that. Even I, though I, I, I did the same thing. I don't thing. care. I actually don't care about anybody in this category except. Did you watch The Shape of Water? I did not. Richard Jenkins is so good and heartbreaking in Shape of Water that, like, you know, like I would want him to win, but I think the odds are st- stacked against yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I so, mean, I have Sam Rockwell yeah. also. He's. I mean, he's been in the business forever. He's this beloved character actor, actor for decades, um, and I think he's finally broken through. Like, I think people know who he is, but like with this role, like he's definitely on this like, um, like people's radar of being like somebody who can be nominated for things like this. Mm-hmm. So good for him. He's going to win. Yeah, he's going to win. Okay. Uh, Next category is uh, actress in a leading role. We have Sally Hawkins, The Shape of Water, Uh, Frances McDormand, Three Billboards, Margot Robbie, I, Tanya, Meryl Streep for The Post, and how do you say her name from Lady Bird? Saoirse. Saoirse Ronan for Lady Bird. Um, I have from Three Billboards. Yeah. Frances. I mean, is is that a lock as much as Sam Rockwell? Yeah. Is a lock? Yeah. Apparently, she's really, really good. Um, and she's also won every single award Leaving leading up. up to this. So, I mean, can we just, you know, I think, even despite the fact that she's going to win, let's just let's show her appreciation for, for the goddess, Meryl Streep. Just, and just keeps getting sure. nominated. Yeah. Just every time. There's no way Meryl Streep's going She's not win. going to. The Post, first of all, has not done well. At it's all. kind of faded off of people's radar. At this point, I feel like Meryl Streep is just... Just like, off name alone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's... Yeah. Um, 
So aside from Frances McDormand, who I feel like we both are just like met about, um, it, who would be your pick if oh, you were in the Academy? Um, or if she doesn't win, who do you think will win? Do you oh, that you know, you know what's really funny? Yeah. Um, that that makes it much more interesting. What? Like if she doesn't win, mm-hmm. who wins? Um, that's like a much more polarizing question i oh all right now i have to rethink this i'm trying to rethink so if let's say like let's say she doesn't win right um how do you say her name again sersha i'm 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 I'm, I'm sersha i'm bouncing between her and margo i i I, probably sersha okay yeah what about you um i think that the oscar would go to sally hawkins Really? Mm-hmm. She does a fantastic job as a mute person in Fair. The Shape of Water. And I think The Shape of Water has enough going for it that um, that she would be the next contender. I would love for Saoirse to win, but she's also young. And, you know, she's also, like, this is her third nomination, I think, which is crazy to me. Right. Um, and I thought she was so good in Lady Bird. But, yeah, I think, I think if... Frances McDormand doesn't win this one, it would probably go to Sally Hawkins. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I... Yeah. Definitely not Meryl Streep, nor Margot Robbie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Fair, 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 fair. That, that I'm on board with. Frances McDormand being one, Sally Hawkins and Saoirse being two, three in whatever order you think, mm-hmm. and then the next tier being Margot and Meryl. Like, yeah. that makes sense to me. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Okay. All right. Fair. Shall we move on to Best Actor? Let's. Okay. So the nominees are Timothy Chalamet, Call Me By Your Name, Daniel Day-Lewis, Phantom Thread, Daniel Kaluuya, Get Out, Gary Oldman, Darkest Hour, and Denzel Washington, Roman J. Israel Esquire. Um, I had to roll my yeah. eyes because I was like, what movie is that? When did that come out? What is happening? Why is Denzel here? Um, so he's not going to win. No. No. Um, the odds-on favorite in this category, along with the other three categories that we just talked about, um, is Gary Oldman. He plays Winston Churchill in Darkest Hour. Mm. He should finally win that elusive Oscar, who surprisingly doesn't have any. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's been taking home all the awards. I, I, Again, I, yeah. this award season... I think he's the odds-on favorite, but I like your game. Ready? Because this this question is much more interesting. Yeah. If not Gary Oldman, then who? Because I think it comes down to two guys. Okay. Yeah? If not Gary Oldman. Who? I, if not Gary Oldman, then I think it's Timothy Chalamet. Really? Yeah. That was not one of the guys I was thinking. Because <laughs> well, my thing was, this is DDL's last performance. Yeah, but right? I don't think the Phantom Threat has much behind behind much momentum behind it at the it, moment really interesting. to carry him oh, into that. I guess I'm thinking of like the critical like Phantom Thread has been on so many like top ten yeah. lists. You know what I mean? And I, I guess you know what it is? A lot of other performers and directors are like so in love with this movie. Yeah. And that's like kind of where I get a lot of my info. Like where like I get a lot of like my podcast and stuff from, mm-hmm. you know, so that's what I've been hearing. Mm-hmm. So 
Timothy Chalamet. Interesting. I was thinking Daniel Day-Lewis. My favorite, though, is Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. But I, I think he's got no chance. No, I don't think he has a chance. And I think him even being nominated is like... Oh, that's a like, W. That's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah no, that's the, for some people, that isn't... That's this the one? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Fair, fair, fair. Um, yeah, apparently... Timothy Chalamet's like the final scene that he has in Colin Byrne and people talk about all the time. Like I think, but I also think he has plenty of time. And yeah, yeah, fair. Do you know that he's in Lady Bird? No, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, he's in, he's also in Lady Bird, so oh. he's, he's having a really good year. <laughs> all right, for now. Okay, uh, next category is best director. We have Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk, Jordan Peele for Get Out, Greta Gerwig, Lady Bird, PTA. For the, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson for Phantom Thread, Guillermo del Toro for The Shape of Water. I have Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird. <clears throat> Do you think that is because of the whole Me Too movement and you think the the Academy is going to go I th- What are you basing that on? I'm basing it off on the city of Sacramento needs a win. <laughs> okay, the city of Sacramento really needs a win, and this is me pulling for Sacramento. Okay, okay, yeah. Sacramento really needs this right now. I feel like no one talks about Sacramento. You know, when you think about California, you always think about L.A. or you think about San Francisco, San Diego, San Jose. No one thinks about Sacramento. Okay, and if she wins for best director for Lady Bird, that is. That is going to be the biggest thing that's ever happened for the city of Sacramento. All right. That's where I'm coming from. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> right. so, okay. Um, that's very interesting. So I actually was not thinking of that, but now that you mention it, that should play a role in people's minds, you know? Um, no, but in all seriousness, that did play not a huge role, but I, I did think, I did notice that she was nominated here, but not at the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, most of it is, though, for the city of Sacramento. That's okay. the way I was thinking oh, okay. about it. Yeah. And I'm just pulling for that. Yeah. I acknowledge she's not the odds-on favorite, but no. I don't think her chances are, like, nothing. No, you but know? I don't think it's... I think there's, like, three other people who would win. Over Before her? her? Yeah. All right, well, who do you, who do you so think? So I think it's going to be Guillermo del Toro and... Um, I just, if, as you can see in my belt, I'm just not big. On, I'm, I'm hoping it's gonna be one of those things where it's like a lot of nominations, not a lot. Not hoping for. I'm. There's like, like a universe. Out of the yeah, there's a universe out. where The Shape of Water just doesn't come win home everything. exactly. Which I don't think it will, but I think it's definitely going to win Best Director. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, he's Mexican, right? He's going to join his. Mexican counterpart director, so um, Alfonso Cuaron and Alejandro uh, Gonzalez and Yavritu, um, and like complete this trifecta of like mes- Mexican auteurs who you know have. I mean, they're all insanely talented. Insanely talented. Um, if it's not him, I think it'll be Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk. Surprisingly, this is his first directing nomination. Um, and I think mm, that's so surprising. I'm trying to think what else he would do. Oh, because like, for. like the Dark Knight and Inception, those are not like Oscar caliber movies. Is that you know what? I just think the stuff that he did in those movies didn't warrant best director. Okay. Right. And especially, yeah. I'm just trying to. When I think of best director, you know, I'm thinking of 
his works, especially for like Inception, the Dark Knight trilogy, um, you know, the other movies he had, you know, Prestige, Memento, the final product was like where the whole was greater than the sum of its parts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the directing in and of itself by itself was not what like put it over the top for me. Yeah. That, that's all. Okay. That's all. Yeah. Um, Alright, so yeah, it's either gonna be Greta Gerwig or Guillermo del Toro. Well, you said okay. Who is the like third? you know based on like our our um, yeah? Who is the other person you had above Greta Gerwig? Um, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair, fair, fair. Um, just for the fact that he's created this like movie right. that people, um, you know, he's like. Is able to balance with like humor, horror, yeah, the deep thoughts yeah. that come with his subject matter. Um, but yeah, right. yeah. So I would put Greta Gerwig as like a fourth, but not 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 according to your <laughs> Sacramento. This is for you, Sacramento. All right, last last category. Last category where we have one, two, three, four, nine, nine? nominations. Yeah. So it's. Um, Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. What are you thinking? So, don't, don't, before you reveal which one, yeah. take, me through the thought, take me through the thought process. Okay. Um, I think that this time, the movie with the most nominations is actually going to win. Um, and I was wrong about something. I said that, like, this year's Oscars is, like, so predictable. It is for most it of is the and it other isn't, categories. Right? But for Best Picture, I think it will be a little bit harder. Um, but I think it'll come down to either The Shape of Water or Three Billboards Outside. At Bay, Missouri, and I think ultimately The Shape of Water is going to win. I think you're right. Why do you think that? I just, I feel like out of all these movies, The Shape of Water not only has like the most momentum Mm -hmm. behind it, but it has like the least amount of backlash, Mm. too. You know what I mean? And I think the the voting academy, they're, they're older and they're... Like, you can knock them for many things, but they're not completely unaware. Yeah. You know what I mean? For all the things that we kind of just, like, roast them for, and, like, it's all kind of deserved. Yeah. I think The Shape of Water has the most balance between, like, momentum and acclaim. Not, I don't even want to say acclaim, because all these movies are acclaimed, right? The most momentum behind it, heading into the Oscars, plus the least amount of backlash. And I think that was something that came into play last year that no one had anticipated, which is like the backlash coming to La La Land like so fast, mm-hmm. you know, and at the worst time, you know, and I think The Shape of Water just doesn't have, there's been a little bit of backlash where it's like, it's not that great, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But like, compared to like, some of the knocks on everything else on this list, yeah. it just has, it's like, and I, it almost makes it seem like I'm saying this is the least bad. And that's not what I'm saying at all. You know what I'm saying? It's just that 
It has the least amount of backlash, and it has so much momentum going for it. I just can't see how this train is getting derailed. That's all. Okay. Um, I think there's been controversy surrounding three billboards, there. particularly like Sam Rockwell's character, yeah. who seems very like unredeemable. Um, and the and so there's been a lot of conversation about that movie's handling of race and racism, mm-hmm. whereas The Shape of Water also discusses racism, racism and misogyny. But, you know, it's packaged in a, um, it's an allegory, and it's fantasy. Yes. yes. And so then it's, a lot of that is, like, less literal, um, and, and it's, I think, presented then in a less clumsy way, because it's hard. It's, it's not hard rooted in, in yeah. like, super reality. Exactly. Even though we can all relate to, you know, you know, the fish man isn't really a fish man, right? <laughs> he stands for everybody who's, like, oppressed and, like, whatever. Exactly. Um, so so yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I I think, again, not a lot like Francis or, or or Rockwell, but I I I do think I would be pretty. I wouldn't be as shocked as Moonlight winning last year. You know, I wouldn't be as shocked as that. But I'd be. That like, will actually never happen again. Yeah. Agreed. Because they put all of these things in place. <laughs> So that nobody is confused <laughs> announcing the winners yeah. of anything anymore. But I think for me, it's just that I wouldn't be like shocked, but I'd be like, oh, whoa, oh, yeah. if, if Shape of Water didn't win for, for best best picture. Yeah. That's that's just me. Yeah. All right. All right. You know what? That was fun. Um, I think, you oh. know. Yes. So Coco's going to win best animated film. Oh, come on. Obby. Right. And did you, do you know anything about like the best original songs? Which is always one of my favorite categories. The, the only thing I know is that my boss cannot stop talking about a very specific song. Mm-hmm. And so that is why I think it will win. Only because I don't know any of the other songs. Except yeah. Remember. I do know Remember Me. Um, but this is me. I mean, is that... What do you think? Uh, I actually think um, Remember Me is going to probably win. Oh, that'd be phenomenal. Um, that'd be great. I love that song. I love that song too, but I also loved The Greatest Showman. Like, I really did. I did really love that movie. Um, and that song... Better than Black Panther? No, but... <laughs> yes, maybe. I don't know. They're like not apples to apples comparison. They're not. Um, They're super not. <laughs> I don't. I only know one person in the world that, would, that thinks of them as yeah, apples to apples. But I think it comes down to either Remember Me or This Is Me from The Greatest Showman. Yeah, yeah. And... I think, uh... At that point, is it a coin flip? Uh, or do you think Remember Me is, like, a little ahead? I think... Yeah, I think it's it's a little bit ahead, but it's, like, also... Not by much? Not by much, because, like, Remember Me was also written by, like, the same people who wrote Let It Go. Oh! The Frozen song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then This Is Me was written by the same people who did La La Land. So they, I, like, I didn't know there's that. a lot riding on both of them. I kind of hope that This Is Me wins because I think it's such a powerful and self-empowering song that mm-hmm. more people should know about. Um, and, you know, it's probably the only thing that they're going to win an Oscar for, this yeah. movie, Versus, you know, Coco's gonna win like best animated yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to ask you about that because that's like a category that I'm actually looking forward to. And then people will be like, people always perform. So um, like Gail Garcia Bernal is gonna be.
one of the three people who's saying he'll remember me. So I'm very excited about that. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Um, so uh, why don't we take a break here, and mm-hmm. then we'll come back with our obsessions of the episode. So cool. we'll be right back. Okay, and we're back, so let's go ahead and do our obsessions of the episode. Um, I will go first because mine is super, like, lame. Not because of what it is, but because of how it came about. Yeah. Okay, so my obsession of the episode is This Is Us. And I don't watch it per se. My wife watches it. Every week? Oh, we're catching up. She's catching up. I like to be in the same room as her when she's watching it. Why? Because I like to listen to it. Okay. I'm like on my computer or whatever, or I'm like on my phone or whatever, or I'm doing work or whatever, and she's watching it, and I like listening to it. And everyone, most of the time, it's when Sterling K. Brown is on, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, what's he, what's he doing? And I will Wikipedia like episodes mm-hmm. while she's watching it, and. I have to say, for not having watched the show, mm-hmm. but being around it like nebulously or whatever, okay, it's pretty good. And I like listening to it a lot. I do. I maybe it's because it's an hour and I and I know it's then like you've told me about it how it will like try, it's trying to make you cry, mm-hmm. and so I don't want to give it my full attention, but. It, like, I know what's going on. I know who the characters are. Mm-hmm. I know... You basically know everything about I wouldn't say everything, yeah. but I know people's voices really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, it's... It's good. It's good. It's, 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 it's pretty good. Okay. It's pretty good. Yeah. I, and I do. I do are enjoy listening to it. all caught up? No. Oh, okay. We're only on, like, episode, like, four or five. Oh, like what? Season, season one. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you have to catch up. Yeah, I, I Wikipedia'd... All of it? All of it. Okay. Yeah. There's, um, so, like, the big, one of the big questions in This Is Us is, like, how did, um, Jack, which is the patriarch of that, um, family, die? Mm-hmm. And, like, This Is Us was given that coveted, like, post-Super Bowl... post yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, time slot where they, like, answer that question. I'm not gonna spoil it for you, even though you probably already read about it, but, um... There was a moment in the Super Bowl episode, like, that's not why I hysterically cried. It was something completely different mm. and, like, not, like, super central to the story. And I don't know why it took me so hard. But, um, you know, as emotionally pandering as it is, like, I do really look forward to watching it. And I like all of the characters, most of the characters. Um, and I kind of am obsessed with how they, like make Mandy Moore look so wrinkly and old. I mean, that was one of the first things we had talked about, which was, like, but, I was like, who is that? She was like, I don't know how they did that. But I will say, like, I've been a, I've been a big Mandy Moore fan over the years. Like, I just really, really like her and think she's, like, a good egg. You know, like, uh-huh. you know, she came up in that age of, like, the Britneys. And the yeah, and like, yeah. And, like, she's managed to kind of, like, like, parlay her pop career into something different and, like, yeah, she's been toiling around as, like, a C-list actor on, like, movies and stuff. And, like, This Is Us, I think, really has, like, um, revitalized her career in a way that she's other, other stuff that hasn't done. Yeah. But, but she's also really good in yeah. this role. And, like, it's a really good role for her. And um, 
the more I can get people on the Mandy Moore train, the better. Like, I just really, really like her and believe in her. And I, so I'm really, like, I know everyone always talks about, like, Sterling K. Brown's performance, but I think everybody on the show is, like, they're all good. really they're good. They're all good. And um, I especially really love uh, her and, like, Meatloaf and Tim's <laughs> <laughs> performance and relationship. No, it's good. No. It's good. Okay. All right. Um, that's no. I oh. didn't go. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I I, I don't know why I thought we both had the same. No. Um, mine's really quick. Um, I'm in anticipation of the movie that mm-hmm, they released. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to Ready Player One, the audiobook. It's um, Ready Player One is like a science fiction young adult novel. Um, that's like set in a dystopian world in like twenty forty four or whatever. Um. I really, really like listening to it. I, it's very like video game and like, um, kind of like nerd reference um, specific. There's a lot of things in there that like I guess I don't really understand because I don't like I'm a nerd about other things, but like I just don't play video games, mm-hmm. so like, I'm not really into that. So a lot of it is a little bit like what, um, like Dungeons and Dragons. Like I don't really understand all these references, but it's just it's good and it's like, a protagonist who, like, is just finding his way in the world, you know? Um, And I think that it's one of the more enjoyable, like, fiction reads that, like, that can be acted out. And so I'm really looking forward to the movie, which is actually directed by Steven Spielberg. Mm -hmm. Um, But the audiobook has really been, like, like a really pleasant ride. So check it out. All right, perfect. Um, that is all we have for this episode. Uh, remember to rate, review, uh, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. And until next time, uh, enjoy yourselves out there. Be Make sure to watch the Oscars. And to it's on Sunday, March 3rd. Oh, the first Sunday of March. Yes. Right? We're uh, so bad at this. It's okay. Uh, so yeah, until then. March 4th. Uh, March 4th. Until then, we'll see you next time, guys. Want to say bye? Bye.